This program contains mature subject matter. Including maladjusted youth, masochistic hillbillies, and the excitement of the price is right. It may be deemed inappropriate for our younger viewers. Viewer discretion advised. I would like, if I may, to take you on a strange journey. I'll give you a choice. Either put on these glasses or start eating that trash can. Y'all are hot. It's cold in here. I'm missing half of my setup and it shows. So if there's any loss of quality, it's all on me. Send all your hate mail to me. Just just shit in my open mouth. <laughs> uh, you guys doing good? <clears throat> excellent. Excellent. Doing great. Hell yeah. We got some new audio equipment for Monty. He's got a mic and some headphones, so we're rocking and rolling, cooking our way through. Um, yeah, I think about buying a pop filter. I don't I don't know if it would make much of a difference or not. But. Um I mean I, I guess it really just depends on um how close and how hot you get to your mic. Right. Don't can you can you directly hear? don't talk directly into the diaphragm, you know. Like off, if it off centered. Okay. Uh, you're talking about if, if or when I get the filter. Or no, just if you don't have the filter, just don't talk directly straight into it. Just kind of yeah. kilter it off just to the side a little bit. That can help. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It helps yeah, with all those. Yeah. <laughs> all those mouth noises. Oh yeah, <laughs> I want the brightest and the boldest mouth noises, please. <laughs> um, well, shit. I uh, just am getting ready for this trip. I'm going to be gone from home for about five weeks, so I haven't uh, dedicated myself as much as I should to the current coming and goings of the lizard people. But I'm sure, just as every week of 2020 has been just as exciting as the rest of the year so far. Um, has anything jumped out and screamed at you guys as of late? As of this is cool, this is fucked up, this is some complete and total shenanigans? Uh, I, I can't remember. I saw something funny somewhere 
where Kim Kim Jong Un has a like a crush on uh what's her name? Uh oh god, is it the Huckabee lady or Oh Sarah Sanders? Yeah, Sanders, Sanders, yeah. <laughs> That's what it was. Take one for the team. Hey, man. Yeah. Hey. Hey, my man. Go big if you're going to go. Right. Diplomacy at its finest. <laughs> I, thought he was, I thought he was dead or something, and his uh, sister was getting ready to take over. Right, and, right. I keep hearing that every other day. Yeah, so- some real weekend yeah, at Bernie's shenanigans for sure. <laughs> yep. They got a good open society there. Very much so. <laughs> uh, are we talking about the same North Korea or? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Who is, who is North Korea like? legitimately aligned with are they kind of on their china. own china china okay. yeah yeah they could, they could they would not exist if it wasn't for china all right just look up the korean war and just research it and do a little bit of yeah i had an uncle fight in the korean war two uncle two uncles yeah um it's one of those that i just you know never really knew too much about what was going on at the time what the ramifications were Definitely, yeah. There's a lot of belief that um, Kim Jong-un, you know, is there to be just an antagonizer to the West, so to speak, through China. Mm. China can look look like they're not doing it, you know. But, uh, you know, what do I know if that's true or not? Dennis Rodman would know. (laughs) Dennis Rodman would know. He went there. To North Korea? Yeah, yeah, you didn't know that. He was in, yeah. No. yeah, yeah, Kim Jong invited him personally. That's how mm-hmm. fucking cool Dennis Rodman is. <laughs> nice well, to you, man. He said some very good things about Trump too. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dennis Rodman transcends all politics and and sports itself. <laughs> hey, man, you got to talk to those people. There is such a thing as diplomacy, you know. Indeed. You want peace instead of war. Mm. You know. <laughs> I wonder what that must have looked like, though. Looking Kim Jong Un fan like fanboying over <laughs> Dennis Rodman the whole time. <laughs> but where does so? Let's get back to it, though. Let's get back to it. Where is this thing? I want to hear more. I want to learn more. Just get, what is Kim Jong like about Sarah Sanders Huckabee? Yeah, uh, I, I'll, I'll try to find a news link on it real quick. The uh, uh, what I what I understand from the controversy that came out of it is uh, uh that was the joke that trump suggested that she go take one for the team um but yeah i don't know how old it That's is a joke, right what <laughs> yeah trump said that is that what somebody said i wouldn't be surprised if well that was like sorry the, sorry the sorry from ABC sorry uh 24 anonymous sources claim that <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, I'm reading The Guardian right here. It says, uh, I don't know how reliable The Guardian is, but anyways, Donald Trump told totally. Sarah Sanders 
she would have to go to North Korea and take one for the team after Kim Jong-un winked at the then White House press secretary <laughs> during a summit in Singapore in June 2018. <laughs> Is this an anonymous source? <laughs> mm. I would be willing to bet there is not a name behind that. But yeah, I also, <laughs> at the same point, like I'd say Trump is definitely, you know, uh, never hides his sense of humor. So I don't think it's necessarily outside of the realm of possibility for him to take a crack like that. But I mean, yeah, he's not doing that in public. He, he's not that stupid either. You know what I mean? Come on. They're, you know, they're just wanting him to say shit. You know, and that's just, you know. It's not it's not hard to believe that he would say it. But yeah, the fact it's that. It's hard to believe that anybody in the world would say that. Yeah, that's true. It's an easy joke to make, too, uh, on the matter. Yeah. It's not like yeah. it's a brilliant, like, you know, stand up comedy skit. But it seems more likely that it would be like a uh, 31 year old writer for The Guardian making that up as opposed to Trump being the president of the United States. Yeah, it's probably, it's definitely a clickbait story. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah they're hey, man, you, there's some funny shit going on in Portland. Do you see that dude? <laughs> oh, my God. Stepping, doing the Deion Sanders primetime end zone dance. Boo, doo, doo. Oh, I actually missed feet that. On fire. You hadn't seen the guy with his feet on fire. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I did. I did. I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, have you seen some of the uh, the memes on the uh, internet for that? No, not yet. (laughs) What they do? Oh, it's great. It's just good shit. Well, they just did a bunch of primetime shit. (laughs) Yeah, let me find that. I'm not ready. (laughs) It's uh, yeah. I mean, Molotovs are fucking tricky as fuck. (laughs) They're not. uh, They're not exactly the most sealed off incendiary device so you go to throw that shit you just fucking spraying gas everywhere you know but at the same point it's not the first instance by any means of uh antifa getting blown the fuck up by their own like they've been no, making no. oh yeah go ahead i'm sorry well they've no, been they've been no, making no. improvised fucking ieds and shit like that for i don't know how many days but yeah i mean there's one of uh it's it doesn't look like a firework doesn't sound like a firework and it goes off right beside a person and they just, they double over immediately. Like people getting hurt, people getting fucked up. And then who do they have to call to come help them bail them out? The fucking cops. (laughs) 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 It's just a silly little circle. (laughs) Yeah. It's a nice little cycle they got going on there. Uh, Yeah, dude, I, and to, you know, do that to your own fucking crowd. Like, you know, supporters of you are going <laughs> to fucking torch them. Um, yeah, my favorite was when that one guy, I think it was in L.A. or somewhere in California, where a guy tried to set off like a, like an M80 or whatever in the middle of the street. And like someone grabbed it while it was burning and threw it back into his car and his whole car burnt, <laughs> burnt down. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. my god. Someone someone poured fucking gas. Oh, here we go. Yep. Yeah, yeah, y'all seeing this? Yeah, I'm seeing it. Mm-hmm. I'd watch, watch it again. Oh shit, hold on. 
for some reason it's muted or something. I thought I had it. Wait a minute. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. My technical difficulties. Nigel. And this guy's this guy's feet are on fire. Uh, you know what the funniest part about this is? What's that? The police came and put the fire out. Oh, that was the cops at the end. Yeah. Yeah, they, they rush over with uh tiny ass flame uh fire extinguishers and well because they're all taking like their shields and just trying to smack it out and it's not fucking working because lo and behold the dude's fucking shoes are covered in gas damn and you know and those fucking bastard cops getting all up in their shit being first responders putting out the fucking fire how dare this- they <laughs> I need social workers to put out my flaming shoes. Oh, God damn it! <laughs> you know, I saw some bullshit the other day too. I think I was on World Star or YouTube when I saw this. A car literally caught on fire as a fire truck was driving by it. Like it started, <laughs> it, the engine literally ignited, and these fucking firemen get out and hose the thing down like in under a minute. It was fucking insane. It was so disrespectful. <laughs> Oh man, I'll, I'll tell I'm you. Disgusted. I'll, I'll tell you for real here for a second what I was truly disgusted about, and if it, it, it's hard to say because there was so much going on at the time. I don't know how I would go back to actually verify this, but uh, when everything was going off around here back at the end of March, or sorry, I shouldn't say here because I'm in Philly now, uh, but in Minneapolis. There was crowds of people blocking off fire trucks from accessing these buildings that were burning down in and around the third precinct, um, and that was for the just, for justice. And, and that was like that was the the first kind of like this is not the sort of revolution that I want to be a part of. Um, and you know, like they're having to pull cops and national guard to go protect the fucking. Uh, firefighting teams because the crowds are throwing shit at people. Again, this is all just hearsay, what was going on in and around um, at the time. Uh, I seem to recall most of, most of the reports that I had seen about that was from um, Twitter's got like the accounts that will sit there monitoring the oh my god the police channels, the police feeds, the scanners, police scanners. So that's where I was seeing. I, I just, you know, why, why are you going to, why are you going to like out of a, everybody, why are firefighters the one, you, you know, that people feel the need to prevent from doing their jobs? Cause there was, there was houses right on the other side of a lot of these buildings that were going up and, I got pictures where all the late the, the flames never actually hit the building, but the buildings were so hot that the paint was melting off and coming off in big old dribbles almost because you know it's melting fucking latex paint. Mm. So uh, it, it it 
it's a kind of a miracle in my opinion that a lot of those fires didn't travel into the residential areas um we i i do at some point i don't have it here with me it's on my old computer but maybe we should um because you know it's still like 50 gigs worth of footage that i got from just the three days i was walking around so mm-hmm. if y'all ever want to see what a cub foods looks like <laughs> after everyone has smashed all the shit off of the shelves like it's four inches of fire uh sprinkler water and the contents of the entire food services provided by cub foods on the floor it was what so fucking gross so gross um but yeah i mean like i it, it's kind of i don't know if infuriating is the right word it's definitely um it's up there but to see people posting pictures like oh look this is this is antifa portland look at all of these people having a nice summer evening dinner in fear of port or of uh, Antifa in Portland, and it's a picture of some street with some people eating in some outdoor restaurant. But then, I to turn, th- you might be thinking about Denver. Um, this was Denver this weekend, I believe. You know, when they went through Denver and they just tore up. Like, get up! We're oh. not going to hurt you. You oh, just that's Rochester. That's Rochester, dude. That was Rochester. Wait, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Rochester was popping off again. Um, That's where they were standing on the roof, I believe. Yes, it was. But this is what they're trying to do is a cultural revolution, which is different than just like, well, I mean, it's a communist revolution. (laughs) It really is, man. And they're trying to instill fear and violence on everybody. And I'm I'm still trying to figure out how um the local g- governmental bodies like example well, the mayor of portland we'll just use portland for the example mm-hmm. the mayor of portland is the mayor and he is the police chief and he's, he is his party whatever and the governor is of the same party as the mayor and the police chief the president uh, at, offers help to quell this down they refuse it. They re- they say no. Get we don't need your asshole shit in here. Get out. And then the Biden campaign blames Trump for the violence in Portland. How in the hell? How is it? I mean, are we? Am I? Am I? Mm, you have to be willfully stupid and ignorant to believe that shit. Man. <laughs> I mean, you have to force yourself to believe that. Even, it's, even it's incredibly wrong. It's incredibly wrong. Even Kamala was like, "These protests have to keep going." Um, and if it's to be believed, she started some fund that was bailing do or sorry bailing people out of jail for protest related offenses so yeah uh, they were in minnesota they were classic too i wish i had that in front of us anyway. uh, uh, you like this headline uh rochester police officer tells activists she's being arrested for being an idiot 
shit should be a crime. I'm t- I've been saying that for a long time. So, so this is what she was actually arrested for. Um, I'm guessing her name was Martin. Martin was taken into custody after she and other members of the group forced their way into a section of the public safety building on Exchange Boulevard. The activists had been attempting to access a news conference hosted by uh, Mayor Lovely Warren that was reserved for uh, credentialed members of the media. So I guess he wasn't wrong. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I saw that video. <laughs> she, oh, there's video of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm video of it, man. <laughs> oh, it's it's a it's a group of three or four people trying to get in. If I don't, I'm telling you, if you just like follow the Gateway Pundit. Maybe all that shit just comes out. They post all the time. You yeah. about it. It's really short. It is It is leaning to one side. It, it does call like people idiots. <laughs> well, all right. I love Philip DeFranco for the same reason. Yeah. They cover <laughs> stories. I mean, they, you know, they just, they really, they just link to Twitter feeds basically. But, uh, but what I like about a, it. Oh, go ahead. Right? It's pretty yeah. good. No, well, what I like about it is it's pretty uh, up to the minute and, you know, Almost, they're, they get out there really quick. That's all. Mm-hmm. Do you ever watch uh, Philip DeFranco on YouTube? No. He go he goes real ham and and biased when someone does something just completely stupid or wrong or illegal. <laughs> Don't but, yeah. be stupid, stupid. stupid. Or like that uh, Stanford situation with Brock Turner. He literally calls him a rapist for like three minutes straight <laughs> while doing the news about it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like Phil. Uh, the only time that I get a little um, like eye roll is when he just starts railing on people that don't agree with vaccine science. But for the most part, he is someone that I'll make yeah, he sure. hates anti-vaxxers. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, you know, he Jamal just Paul Harris is an anti-vaxxer. <laughs> what is he? There was a, apparently she went off on a. Uh, anti-coronavirus vaccine conspiracy. Uh, let me uh, <laughs> yeah. hey, so Mike, so like people are like, she's an anti-vaxxer, and I thought that was ironic. <laughs> hey, Mike, did you hear about the North Carolina guy in Raleigh who was arrested? The North Carolina guy. Uh, no. he, was, he was arrested. It says, North Carolina man who participated in armed demonstrations in Raleigh now faces terrorism charges. Holy shit. What did he do? Uh, All right. It says two men who prosecutors say are members of an anti-government extremist group have been charged with federal terrorism counts. Antifa? No, Uh, no, it says they're anti-government extremists. Uh, I don't think it says... I I mean, I guess it's a possibility. It doesn't say that exactly, though. Uh, uh, Black Lives Mm -hmm. Matter, maybe. Not sure. Well, what they're for about Benjamin Ryan Teeters, 22 of Hampstead, North Carolina, is a member of the Boogaloo Boys. The Boogaloo uh, Boys. What are they? It's the other. It's the other group that doesn't exist. Right. <laughs> uh, Boogaloo Boys. Just off the top of my head, uh, it's another faction of what? How, what, how do you spell it? Boogaloo. Uh, B O O G A L O O, and then uh, boys is spelled B O I S. <laughs> <laughs> That's Hamas. Yeah. Hamas. What? 
I don't know. Hold on. Let's see what comes up. I'm just Google. Uh, that's a, with attempting. Uh, let's see. Just go find. They're charged with attempting something. They're supporting uh, Hamas. They're, they're yeah. terror. It says they're a loosely organized American far-right anti-government extremist movement. Hamas is not far-right, goddammit. Hamas is Muslim. The movement has also been described as a militia. Anti-Israel, okay? Yeah. What was the dude's name? Uh, the guy who was arrested. Uh, Ryan Teeter, 22. Yeah, Michael Robert Solomon, 30. Benjamin yeah. Teeter. Yeah, Benjamin Teeter. Anyway. Yeah, Bigaloo boys uh, show up with um, rifles, supposedly. Uh, Hawaiian shirts seems to be a popular trend. Um, but I only <clears throat> can only say that based off of how the... Uh, Newsfeed responded to everyone getting upset that there was a quote unquote far right extremist group trying to take over Hawaiian uh, t shirts. 22, man. Holy shit. Like, what an age to fucking face terrorism charges. <laughs> right? <laughs> Fuck. Mm. Ooh, yeah. Good, good luck with the rest. Have fun in Guantanamo. Hamas. <laughs> that is who uh, Ilhan Omar. Am I am I off there? Something. Sorry, my headphones are off for a minute, and I missed a little bit about what you were saying. Um, I was just saying, you know, uh, U.S. District Court, Minneapolis. Yeah. So, what were you saying? Sorry, go ahead. I uh, just twenty-two is a hell of an age to get charged with terrorism. Terrorism. <laughs> yeah, but see, it's it's important to. How how would you how did you think that was a right a far right wing group because that's like the opposite of that that's like Muslim terrorists. The only reason why I would ever say they're considered far right is that seems to be the general reaction to the Boogaloo Boys, but this is based off of a group of people that thinks that Antifa doesn't exist. You see what I'm saying? So I, I only claim i'm looking at the united states department of justice uh website and it says the justice department today announced a federal criminal complaint charging michael robert solomon and benjamin teeter with conspiring and attempting to provide material support to a designated foreign terrorist organization hamas Hmm. yeah so it could be the the whole like dog whistle thing where they got to drop in the you know white supremacist somewhere just to tie it into another conspiracy theory that Michael Solomon and Benjamin Teeter proclaimed themselves to be members of the Boogaloo Boys, a group that espouses a violent ideology and an objective to overthrow the government. The defendants believed their anti-U.S. government views aligned with those of Hamas, a foreign terrorist organization, and actively deployed plans to carry out violence in Minnesota and elsewhere, said U.S. Attorney Erica H. McDonald. 
whenever extremist ideologies, regardless of their roots, move into the realm of violence, the FBI and its Joint Terrorism Task Force stands at the ready to prevent potentially deadly and destructive plots. That's just a paragraph. <laughs> Man, I felt like I read that well. Oh, yeah, yeah maybe good reading of the day. <laughs> Give you all my shit to read. After I drink another uh, whiskey, I'm gonna try to read another paragraph. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, Boogaloo boys, boys. Yeah, I know. Horrible boys. Doesn't roll off the tongue very well. My general consensus, how I feel about the Google Boys, is they kind of just have that. I don't know if it's true by any means of the imagination, but it kind of gives me the same vibe as Juggalos, but much, much smaller. Well, it's just a, another. If you look at their pictures, they could be Juggalos. <laughs> uh, so, you know, it's just another fucking group of assholes banding together like uh yeah it just it makes me really sad man dudes <laughs> they're, they're called the, the boogaloo boys and the bo bo jihadin the boohi jihadin i don't even know what <laughs> you just said to me. It's, it's like the boogaloo boys b-o-i-s and Bujahadeen, B O O J A H I D E E N. Yeah, it says they usually describe themselves as libertarians. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they got, they'd fall in that category. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, you know, nothing wrong with that. Just don't fuck with people. Pro gun, anti government ideology, basically. They were all good. <laughs> pro gun. I'm pro gun. I'm pro government, though. Gotta have you a gonna, little bit. A little bit. Are you gonna join the Boogaloos? <laughs> no, man. No, no. They're, they're not. Absolutely not. <laughs> if they're dealing with Hamas, then they're not a friend of mine. <laughs> I don't even I don't even know what party I could call myself. Like I guess the closest thing would be independent, but I don't even know what that means if it's even a thing anymore. Because there's a whole group of people outside of the three of us that definitely like want you to settle in, uh, and it's wanting me to settle into places that I definitely don't feel. To me, like voting for. Joe Biden is like voting for the new world order. And if Trump ever did end up being the great next American fascist dictator, at least we can take him on our own streets. But I don't necessarily think that that is actually the case. I just, it's like, you know, how far, how far does, how far do the, the Democrats have to sell out? in order to fucking try and beat Trump. It's just been, this is something I've said on the show before. It's been four years of nonstop hate. It's ridiculous. It's, um, where's the love? I thought that's what, 
I thought that was what being a liberal was, is like fucking just loving each other and fucking fucking off. Like, let people do their shit. If it's not infringed on anybody, it's not hurting anybody. Yeah, that's why I fuck with uh, the Lakers party. <laughs> <laughs> they never done anything wrong to anyone. They uphold decent guys like LeBron. Their cheerleaders are all uh, great dentists and scholars <laughs> and such. It's all love over there in, in L.A. Vote Lakers 2024. You know? All right. We need to uh, <clears throat> look at this. All right. So this is Joe Biden's. I think his, this is a, his most recent last interview. Is that him and Trump? Huh? No, Biden. This is Biden. And I want to uh, just look. The, the guy on the right sort of looks like Trump, though. <laughs> That would be Trump in a T-shirt wearing a right. mask. I don't know. Right. <laughs> anyway, apparently, the 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 media cheers after he. Anyway, let's just listen and see what happens. And there's one more video after this. Sure. Oh, sorry, I forgot to press unmute. I knew I would do that, but I. That's okay. It that's happens. Okay. I'm not a. Uh, uh, a TV producer, or yeah, <laughs> we've had the opportunity to meet several times through the years, and um, you have my highest respect. And our our union members are better off because of you and and what you've done in your career as a senator and as vice president. Uh, we couldn't ask for a, a better friend uh, to become president of the United States, and uh, uh, it's just. Uh, it saddens us. It saddens me personally with some of the stuff that's going on in our country, uh, starting from from the White House. And uh, we need we need the ship righted again. And and I really believe that you're the you're the man that can do it. He and, doesn't uh, believe that. <laughs> um, you have a, my hundred percent support. So I just want to spread well, out of that chair. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Union from. Uh, Time I was a I just union to, from. Uh, I well, thank you. you. I, uh, you know, I've been a uh, union from uh, time I was a kid. In my house, you didn't. He's grow been up. union. <laughs> you know who built the country. We oh no, sorry. I really believe that you're the you're the man go. that can do it, and uh, um, you have a, my hundred percent support. So. Well, thank you. I, uh, you know, I've been a uh, union from. Uh, Time I was a kid in my house, you didn't grow up. If you, <laughs> we know who built the country. We figured it out early on. My uncle used to kid me and say, "Joe, you're a union from belt buckle to shoe sole," but uh, uh, that was an occupational family requirement. But uh, anyway, okay, he's going to be our president. What's a juice hole? Let's see. Okay, here. Let's look. There's one more video in here. I'll just play this one last one. It's not going to be long. Would you take the COVID vaccine before the election if the Trump administration offered it? Would you take the COVID vaccine if the Trump administration offered it before the election? I would want to see what the scientists said. Would you trust He's Fauci an anti vaxxer I, I, I want full transparency on the vaccine. The he don't trust it. So many things that aren't true. I'm worried if we do have a really good vaccine, people are going to be reluctant to take it. And so he's going to be undermining public confidence. But great God, we have it. If I could get a vaccine tomorrow, I'd do it. If it cost me the election, I'd do it. We need okay, vaccine. hold on. I'm going I'm to stop it right there. I've never watched this video before. 
ever. I don't even, I'm just bringing it up. But he just said he would not take a vaccine if Trump, if one came out, Trump was in office. But if he came up with the Trump vaccine, he would take it. So what the fuck does that mean? I'm just what the fuck? Joe, As Joe, I, Joe, we that's... should all be on the same page right here, right now. There is no Trump, there is no Biden, but there is a vaccine. And what the fuck does that mean? Joe, 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 you... that's not that's not a vaccine. That's your Apple Jacks, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> His fist looks like he's about to stab someone. <laughs> I, I, I mean, dudes, anyway, the swings. As far as my own personal belief set is going, I think COVID is on its way out. Well, I mean, we're always going to have the fucking coronavirus, flus, colds, etc. So is the knee all that great for a vaccine? I don't think so. They're definitely not making it seem like it's going to be a one and done sort of shot. You're going to have to keep going back and get boosters every year. So yeah, no, thank you. I mean, even to the point of like, if they ever did try to start implementing the vaccine ID that you're going to need a government issued certification that you have in fact, taking this vaccine to, I don't know, go shopping, get on a plane, go to your job. Maybe that would change. Maybe I just go full nutso and fucking live off the grid. That sounds really nice, but no, as a fucking stance now, keep your fucking needles. I don't want anything to do with that shit. So in this instance, I am with him. <laughs> but, but so would you take his vaccine? If Fuck no. No, especially not his Apple Jacks. I mean, I've never been one that turned down a needle, so I probably would take it. Damn. <laughs> I, I enjoy getting shots. I've always enjoyed getting blood drawn and everything. But Yeah, man. It's a real gnarly time. It's exhilarating. It's, it's, it's definitely like a little adrenaline rush, but. I used to donate plasma in Wellington with Jake to go buy beer. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta do what you gotta do. do. (laughs) Just because you suck one dick don't mean you're gay. (laughs) Seven bucks is seven bucks. (laughs) You're the last car driver unless you're behind the wheel. (laughs) Oh man. These are, these are pretty good biting clips. Um, I must finish this one. I, I, I think they I'm going to back it up just a couple of seconds. We'll run it out. It's only about 10 seconds left or something. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, so. God, you have yeah, it. If I can get a vaccine tomorrow, I do it. If it costs me the election, I do it. We need the vaccine. We need it now. It's quickly together. You have to listen to the scientists. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. 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 Yeah, I, Did someone tell them to applaud? What was that there at the end? No, that was the media applauding him. Apparently, according to this, because it was there's there's not like there's no one there. No one goes to Joe Biden's shit except the media. Anyway, that must be so nice having people applaud after you say everything, even if it's oh, yeah. even if it's like Did you beautiful see weather. Rick- did you see Rick Grinnell? Anybody see Rick Grinnell go off on fucking uh, on the press reporters? That's, I think that was YouTube, man. I don't, Rick. I don't think I've ever heard of Yeah, man. It was great, man. 
Anyway, I'll find that. What else is going on? Uh, on the last No Agenda episode, they found a report from, I think it was the CDC, 25 point something of people 18 to 24. So essentially one in tw- every four person is seriously considering suicide or has considered suicide in the past couple of months. And um, they didn't specifically say if the study was done in regards to the lockdown specifically, but my impression was that it's, it's kind of like a, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like unspoken question, maybe. So I find that super incredibly depressing and disturbing. And even today, Christine was telling me this is uh, kind of a violent content warning coming up. Anybody listening, but I guess someone had on TikTok taken their life and fucking filmed it and broadcasted it and put it onto the TikTok stream. And now the current trend seems to be people will cut the that video into videos of other stuff, so it'll be a you know, what looks like to be a video of a cat and it'll play for two seconds and boom, jump cuts to the actions of this individual. And that in relation to the, there was a fucking Holocaust challenge, Holocaust survivor challenge. Yeah. I saw that too. Yeah. Are you familiar with this, Mike? People on TikTok. No, not at all. People on TikTok were fucking dressing up like victims from the Holocaust and pretending that, you know, they were either the spirits of the survivors, but they would put on makeup or stage makeup, essentially dirty themselves, look like they'd gotten beaten. And then uh, it's just, it's really disturbing shit all around. That was like two more fucking big old nails in the coffin. Why I just I think that app is trash. The Wild Wild West over there. Or you could go fishing. Yeah. You could have a life. <laughs> <laughs> Indubitably. Um, hey, that's my one. <laughs> yeah. I just, I guess, on the grand scheme of things, I'm tired of being so sad about everything that's going on. But um, I definitely don't think they're done with 2020 only the only the worst is yet to come you best. shouldn't be sad about it man you should be excited that you get to live through this amazing time Indeed, you know man. Even, no matter no matter what happens you know i, I i'm curious uh, you know let's say the election the election is obviously on election day going to be a landslide for trump and probably many republicans but a week or two later it might not be so I'm curious to look at this as in like. Why do you okay. say a week or two later because of the mail-in ballots? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So <sighs> in, in theory, if, if everything is legit, then it should be by the flip of a coin, you know, around the 50-50-ish thing. Like let's say 50% of Republicans won and then, not, you know, and then they got turned to Democrat two weeks later. So, you know, a bunch of Democrats that thought they'd won were going to be flipped. I'm curious to see if it's like 100% in all party or the other, you know, or heavily skewed in one direction, you know. I'm, I'm just looking at Ohio, Florida, and Michigan. 
and I guess Pennsylvania and North Carolina, but they're distant fourth and fifths in terms of electoral. Well, dude, I mean, the only Joe Biden's I think up. I can flip it. <laughs> Joe Biden's up 15, 20 points in every poll, right? Every yeah, they say that every year. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I mean, it's clearly a landslide for Biden. It would take. I a, mean, if Biden wins Ohio, happen. I'd say he'll win the election because <laughs> I'm Ohio's concerned right. because I'm concerned. I'm concerned that Trump voters are going to rig the election through the mail-in ballots. So I want everybody to have to have an ID and only vote once. Mm-hmm. I don't trust the rednecks in West Virginia. Hey, hey, hey! That's all three sides of my family you're talking about, bruh. <laughs> Yeah, don't make fun of Adrian's barbecue orgies. Hey, so speaking of which, um, today is Labor Day, so happy Labor Day out there to everybody. It is, isn't it? Happy Labor Day, everyone listening. Um, Myself being a union member of the past eight years, I I think workers' rights are integral to the happiness and well-being. That being said, unions just as easily corruptible as any fucking sports ball team or U.S. political organization or fundraisers, so on and so forth. But uh, yeah, just keep that in mind. You know, we, we Thank definitely... God we live in a country where you can choose to be in a union or you can choose not to be in a union and yeah. still have the opportunity to make a, a very good living in support your family and not starve and not go hungry. Yeah. All those things. Um, on that regards, could I, uh, educate y'all on a little, um, incident that occurred in West Virginia back in the, I guess it would have been early 1900s. All right. It was called. I'm not interested. The battle. Uh, this is going to go off of the Wikipedia page because I didn't prep beforehand. So in the future, I'm definitely going to try to avoid Wikipedia altogether. But the Battle of Blair Mountain was the largest labor uprising in United States history and the largest armed uprising since the American Civil War. So when people say you don't need your guns because the government is never going to come for you, bullshit, find this story fucking read it to people on a side note when you hear the term rednecks this is what it's coming from because all these fucking coal miners from west virginia banded together in solidarity and showed support by tying on red bandanas rednecks and it just seems to be one of those uh southern vernacular terms that's just kind of fallen to the wayside and with so many other things something that did want stand to be a proud term got flipped around and, you know, it's now used to uh, demonize is t- way too harsh of a word, but, you know, just cast a, it, cast a fucking I always, light. I always thought it was because of the working on the farm, farm boys. Yep. Having a sunburned neck. Nope. Rednecks, red bananas, coal miners. Um, so this conflict occurred in Logan County, West Virginia, as part of the Coal Wars, a series of early 20th century labor disputes in Appalachia. Up to 100 people were killed and many more arrested. The United Mine Workers saw major declines in membership, but the long-term publicity led to some improvements in working conditions. This is the first and only time that the U.S. government called in Technically, it's the precursor to the United States Air Force 
but the uh, Roosevelt FDR called in the pre-U.S. Air Force on these people and bombed them. And there was a huge battle between um, between the coal miners and then Pinkerton thugs or Pinkerton agents. And if, um, are you all familiar with the Pinkertons? Pinkertons? A, l- a little bit, vaguely. I, it's just a... How do I describe it? It's like a... It's like somewhere between hired detectives and security and uh, quote-unquote, just because I can't think of anything better, like special forces type dudes. Um, Yeah, this is a huge fucking battle. Um, I'm looking for the numbers. Uh, it's, It's some good shit. Um... Let's see if I can go to a different page and tell me how many people are involved. Um, but yeah, this all happened in and around the company town. So this is a areas where the coal mining company owned all the buildings, owned all the residencies, owned all the food supply, owned all the money, and were giving the employees ver- like town money you know money from the that the company had created they could only spend there and it was a fraction of what it was actually worth um so you know a lot of people fought fought really hard for us to be able to work work hard but to be fairly compensated for it, I'd say, to give us things like, you know, lunch breaks and weekends and shit like that. So that's my that's my rant for this evening. I'll uh, poke around here a little more and see if I can figure out the actual numbers, how many people. Uh... Oh, 10 to 15,000 miners rose up. So it's a big deal. Uh, 1921. Sorry, I, I don't know where we were going before that. I, I got a little <laughs> tangicide. Um, yeah, coal mining's no fucking joke. Being down there, kill you dead. So, in cave ins, I actually have a uh, black lung. Yeah, black lung. That's what my great grandfather died of. But really? I guess technical grandpa uh, died in 1969. Aquilum. <laughs> um, he is buried in a separate location from his leg, which he lost the leg in a uh, coal mining accident. Um, Rough. Yeah, that shit's gnarly. Uh, my dad actually worked as a security guard for one of the uh, companies there when he was probably, I, I would have to guess, in his teens, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, some gnarly shit, but I actually, yeah, I don't think I could, I don't think I could do it. I'm not claustrophobic by any means, but there's just something about being that deep underground with 
so little air, so little light. It's just, it's really fucking gnarly to me. But it would be okay if Sarah Han- Sarah Sanders Huckabee was down there with you. <laughs> Taking one for the team. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Sorry. Where's this cave lead to? Looks like North Korea. <laughs> Goes straight through, man. <laughs> Uh, what else has perplexed or perturbed me over the past couple of days? Hmm. It, yeah. 2020 is definitely the year that keeps on giving. That's probably why I was able to write out 120 separate topics and themes for the potential first uh, series that we do. Oh, yeah, Mike, I'm sorry. I have 120 separate topics and themes that we should discuss for <laughs> this project. <laughs> well, at least, it's a, at least it's just a few. All string of conscious. I didn't look a goddamn thing up. I was like, yeah, this seems pretty big brothery to me. Actually, I'm going to go grab that notebook. I'll be right back. What's going on in the real world, Monty? Not much, man. Just been watching some NBA basketball lately. Braves are doing really well, too, so that's nice. I believe a Braves uh, player hit uh, three home runs at Fenway, right? Yeah, I know. I've, I think Freeman had a grand slam last night as well. <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're rolling right now. Well, I've seen them roll before and not do shit with it, so I'm I'm staying <laughs> keeping my expectations low. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> what happened? Uh, talking about the Braves, how they're they they especially for like what what was it like 15 straight years they won their pennant and they got one World Series victory against the fucking Cleveland Indians. <laughs> I mean, it's not, but it's like their whole their whole team would would fail except for their second baseman would kick it you know they'd have a second baseman step it up and right. the world series with the pennant and um the rest of their team would suck yeah go belly up <laughs> Chris. That's, my, that's my shout out to mark limpke and who's the <laughs> other one was it mike limpke mark limpke i've been a braves fan all the, yeah i got chipper jones man Chipper Jones actually uh, delivered a television to uh, his old house. <laughs> uh, the guy, the guy that lived there, was like, "This is actually Chipper's uh, bachelor house when he first uh, got drafted by the Braves." <laughs> You're like, nice whatever, dude. House. Here's your TV, man. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> cool story, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're rich. Fuck off. <laughs> is that why you bought the house? I guess so, right? <laughs> he wanted to be closer to his jizz things. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I don't even know Damn. what's going on. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying I'm sure Tripper Jones was crushing it when he first got drafted. <laughs> well, it'd be hard not to. Exactly. He's in a very you good have position to, try to do that. really hard not to. <laughs> Pretty much, man. Yeah. <laughs> 
But yeah, so I've just been watching sports lately, trying to keep up. When's football starting? Is that supposed to be starting next month still? I don't know, man. I fish. Yeah. <laughs> you don't do any sports? Man, I used to. I, you know, Tar Heel basketball was my thing. You know, I like Braves mm. baseball, but I don't have, you know, it's, that's, you know, they kind of lost me with all the protesting and the politics too. I just, you know, I wanted my separation from the things and you can't have it now. So I don't watch it anymore, man. I, mm-hmm. it, I, I quit watching the NBA back in, man, maybe when was, the, when was the strike? 2000 or something? 99, 2000? Uh, that was like 98, I believe. 98, 98 yeah. Yeah. And, wow. uh, you know, I remember Allen and Iverson and that, like, Latrell Spree-Rail, like, I can't feed my family. And I was like, fuck all of you. You can all suck a bag of dicks. Uh, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And what was the last be, thing I was going to say? Be careful, Mike. Fuck if you. Latrell's behind you, you know it's going to happen. <laughs> I'm going to get strangled. Fucking <laughs> 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 A. Man, but you know what I mean? It's like, man, y'all got it like 25 million in cash before you even started playing or something. Mm. That's generational wealth. And you're saying you can't feed your family. You you need to watch your budget or something. I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe, maybe you're spending more than (laughs) Yeah. Maybe you're spending more than you're taking in. I don't know. That happens to everybody. Happens to me. I don't make that much money though. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if I was stuck on a yacht and I couldn't feed my family, like I'd be really pissed off too, you know? You know, it's really expensive to run those yachts. It's like yeah. hundreds of thousands of dollars a month. I think, I think it was Pete Davidson that said uh, <laughs> he would suck it. He would suck a dick for uh, even like just a thousand bucks. He's like, you know, how expensive gas is for a boat. Yeah, I would do it just for that alone. <laughs> like people were talking about they wouldn't do it for a million. <laughs> uh, I'd be the guy on the boat that owns a boat and sucked the dick is what they said. They need it. they need to get their priorities in order, man. Indubitably. <laughs> yeah. What are you gonna do? First world problems, right? <laughs> nah, I've never just never been into the sports ball, uh, never anything. I just was never out in the house and went to a handful of games, being in the church groups and everything like that, supporting other kids in the in the classes. But I think I watched the Super Bowl with the Denver Broncos. You watched the movie. When did we watch it? Remember, uh, we watched the the Patriots. Remember when they threw the interception at the uh, line of scrimmage and the Patriots won that Super Bowl? Maybe. What year would have that been? Uh, this was, dude, this was when I still lived in Wilmington. So it was like 2014 or 15 when they lost, when the Seahawks lost at the line of scrimmage and they threw an interception instead of giving it to Beast Mode. Remember that? We were at that girl, uh, my bartender friend Colby's house. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, there yeah, you go. Yeah. I've seen two Super Bowls. <laughs> yeah. You told me that was the only football game you've ever enjoyed watching, actually. I remember you saying that. Hell <laughs> yeah. <crazy ending. laughs> I have to think about that some more. Um, yeah, but I mean, as far as like hockey and basketball and lacrosse and everything else, I, 
I fucking some... love Hockey Live. Oh yeah, I I can imagine yeah, I so. TV. Um, it's got, it's got to be there. I want to see the blood. I want to see heads smashed <laughs> into the ice. Well, and just and just normal brawls, just two dudes <laughs> popping each other in the neck back and forth. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> funny that, that you bring that up because uh, have I ever told you my idea for reworking Disney on Ice? We're instigating during the show. <laughs> oh my god Goofy oh, comes out behaving princesses. <laughs> Goofy comes out with a folding chair right <laughs> <laughs> yeah just combine it with the WWE there you go <laughs> Let they say, McMahon should totally take over Disney <laughs> <laughs> they say the perfect form of entertainment doesn't exist yet Speaking of that, uh, I think The Rock uh, and a couple of people bought the uh, XFL, I believe. Is that the other football league? The, yeah, yeah. So Vince McMahon, obviously the coronavirus killed it, killed it. So he sold it. And I think The Rock and a bunch of other people now own it. <laughs> Interesting. Now, is that the same organization that Trump was a part of or tried to start? Because he... I, I, Trump tried to start an alternate football league, I believe, back in the 80s, but he lost because, you know, he just he didn't have the money to pull it off uh, or in the resources. But the, the NFL uh, fought to kill it, and they did. Right, because they, they were they, – uh, Trump sued him, sued the mm-hmm. NFL for yeah. getting a monopoly, essentially, on Basically. football. And Trump won. But when the judge came around to say, you know, tell the – the NFL, what they're going to have to pay? They only, they only charge them a fucking dollar or something. Wow. So lawsuit, well worth it. <laughs> I just it it makes me kind of wonder, like, was there any sort of bad blood between Trump and the NFL before? Um, no, it's just greed and money. I don't think there's any. I don't think they had any prior history, but I, I I'll, I'll look it up. Gotcha. Well, we are actually. An hour on the dot. How would you feel about taking a quick break? Yeah, that's cool, man. Let's do that. You sound good. I see see Mike already stepped away, so. Yeah, Yeah, I'll I'll shoot him a text and let him know. Oh, he's back, man. Yeah, we were actually going to take a quick break here. I I was always there. I just. uh, In mind and spirit and soul. Yeah, I can pee you there. Let's take a break. All right. Sounds good. See y'all back in 10. Peace out. <laughs> well, yeah, Hilary Swank's got a new movie out now. Away. <clears throat> Hillary Swank's going to space. It's when you know you made it. This female actress that puts you in space. <laughs> Maybe one day it won't just be the white ones going. We'll see. Ladies. Indubitably. <laughs> Checking out this trailer for Hillary Swank's latest Netflix film. What did she do? She's going to space, bro. 
<laughs> in All space. Way. In space, no one can hear you swank. <laughs> Boys don't cry in space. <laughs> Shit don't stink in space. What? Yeah, I remember that one ep- uh, episode of The Office where they literally took the entire episode <clears throat> to discuss if Hillary Swank was attractive or not. <laughs> no. Uh, it was so fucking funny. Like Oscar did like a full- or is she not? Yeah, yeah. is yeah. she hot or not? And, uh, he did like Michael, a whole PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> yeah, Michael Scott came in and she's like, oh, she's hot. <laughs> um, so here we go. Here's a, something I had just seen not too long ago. Gender reveal party sparked new California wildfire raging across nearly 7,400 acres. Is that all? A smoke-generating pyrotechnic device was used at a gender reveal party. It was the source of a wildfire in El Dorado, California. Jesus. <laughs> 7,400 acres. That's such a big amount of land. Yeah. Just torched because you had to tell the crowd if your kid was a boy or a girl. You couldn't just be like, hey, everybody, Facebook post. It's a whatever. Right. <laughs> Burn down a couple neighborhoods. <laughs> that really let, let the people know what we got coming. <laughs> just turned your happy newborn child into a fucking harbinger of doom. <laughs> child is an environmental disaster. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm back. I'm back. (laughs) Ah, holy fuck. I was just, man, like you got triple digit heat indexes and you're setting up pyro like how did you think it was gonna end right (sighs) it's Mm -hmm. mm. these people Mm. and it's yeah neither here nor there oh we got something else what's this 7050 Ah, wasn't as good as I thought. Sorry. Anyway, yeah, it's like uh, the fire is now seven thousand fifty acres with five percent containment. Hey, man, they're getting it. They're getting there, one one percent at a time. <laughs> now, do you all understand what's going on with these rolling blackouts in California? I do. No, it's my first time even hearing of it. Um. So, from what I understand, the power grid infrastructure is shit in California and with everyone trying to run the AC with it being so hot that it's it's pulling too much from the system and it's overloading it so now they're quote unquote strategically targeting these areas to just start cutting power off to- like they have um, all the solar and wind power in the world right yeah. Oh yeah. 
No, man, that, all that energy goes to Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not for much longer. Be dealing with that in Texas. Yeah, that's true it's too. A, it's an interesting topic to, to bring up. One that um, energy. Yeah, you know the energy, for example, of like renewable energy. Okay, let's take California into it. You know, if you're gonna just totally sue the power company over everything they have and make it make them unable to even uh run a (laughs) potentially profitable business uh they're not they're just going to shut down you know which is what's happened in california a lot and they're and they're offering in return solar and wind and every now and then the sun doesn't shine and every now and then the wind doesn't blow and every now and then everybody wants to do what we're doing now which takes a shitload of power mm-hmm. you know so i'm all about let's power it up bitches i'm on the <laughs> grid i'm on the grid man you, I'm you want the, the nuclear grid. energy <laughs> i want it all hey man we got fossil fuels right now we're learning how to burn them clean mm-hmm. you know shit the u.s is kicking ass man we're we're leading the world man we're leading the world in like innovation to clean up fossil fuel energy and you know i think the world should look around i mean i think the energy companies like shell and exxon and whatever you want to call them whatever the get fossil fuel companies they're looking mm-hmm. for efficient profitable ways to make money you know providing energy energy in any way possible and um the only reason it's not solar and uh wind is because it's just not feasibly possible right now yeah i don't, I don't think our battery <laughs> battery capacity is nearly uh, nowhere near where it needs to be to I, I was having a discussion with somebody recently about um about it's more it's worse for the my point was that it's worse environmentally for to have solar energy than fossil fuel energy you know and um my point was like you know fracking is relatively safe and yeah, I'm sure people will be like, nah, 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 you know, uh, and, um, you know, we're extracting gas and natural gas and all these other, you know, petroleum, um, propane, other gases, you know, to heat and fuel where if we have to build <clears throat> solar panels, you know, the effect of mining and, and all, all of this, uh, unrenewable, unrecyclable material that makes these panels it is just um in the long run less or more um pollutant um, a bigger pollutant to the environment than um than just using fossil fuels i'm assuming that how long solar panels last 25 to 30 years it says so you gotta replace those solar panels every 25 30 years uh <clears throat> look it up and see if they're like uh recyclable oh yeah i never even thought about that one holy shit oh. but i'm assuming that they need a shit ton of rare earth minerals to to produce them my thing about the 
quote unquote energy crisis is there's people that have invented cars that did have patents for devices that converted gas engines to water power engines. They actually drove uh, cross country. And this is well before Tesla and the Hondas and the Hyundais started doing like the hybrid electrical nonsense. I mean, this was a straight water driven car. So this technology has existed for fuck, I don't know, since the nineties, I want to say. And it was ran out of town. The patents bought up the dude, uh, one of them vomited black sludge right before he died. And then the other critique is I was always under the impression that the United States was on its way towards building electric powered trams throughout a lot of the major cities. But once the big oil companies came in and started setting roots in, they saw that you know, it's, it's not going to, it's not going to generate them any wealth if, if everyone is not using their products in a vehicle or a car. So it start, um, you know, lambasting public transportation, electric trams, and plenty of these cities, you can see the fucking skeletons of the tracks and everything. So, yeah, I, I definitely think like big oil is, is one of the key players of, the uh what's the word i'm looking for oh yeah new world order i just i i I find it hard to believe that they would ever support anything like a green new deal well wouldn't they just stand to lose fucking billions oh sorry hey there we go yeah Uh, probably you know i i think that the um big oil i've changed my mind on them a little bit here in the past few years because I don't think they're as profitable, like their profit margins aren't what like Google and Amazon are making, you know, uh, they're my, and they're also really uh, lifeblood to everything. And oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, you can say the same maybe about Google and everything else, you know, and that, that that's a legitimate argument that that is. But. But I'll tell you what, man, you know, we, we are energy independent in the first time in my life here recently. Um, why wouldn't you want to use that for your benefit? You know, uh, why do you want to stop that? Because no no none of these other developing countries are. <clears throat> China's not. Russia's mm. not. Uh, Mexico's not. Canada probably would. Canada would give everything away to fucking China right now. Right? You know, but you know, take it off. None of these, none, none of the other people that have legitimate leaders that can think for themselves from one side or the other. Canada does not have that leader. Um, he's a blackface dancing panther. Anyway. Um, oh Trudeau, yeah, he's kind of a piece of work. I can't believe he's elected again. And I mean, it just you know, I don't. Maybe Trump won't win this shit. You know, I think I mean, I'm not really surprised. Then uh, what, what was it? The Toronto mayor who got caught smoking crack twice <laughs> got oh, reelected. That's Ford or that's, whatever his name was. <laughs> that's Rob Ford. 
Yeah. <laughs> Actually, the first time I and went then, through Canada, he was still mayor. Fucking forgiving. <laughs> well, it's like DC. Might as well be mayor of DC, right? Oh yeah, yeah, because he got caught here and went to jail. Yeah, actually, he went to jail, and when he came, he got out and got reelected, I believe. <laughs> yes, he did. All those Norm McDonald jokes make a whole lot more sense now. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I, I remember when they joked about Ford, and they were like, "One thing we know for sure about crack: crack must be really, really fun." Because why else would he keep doing it? <laughs> I saw some shit about it was like because uh, Marion Barry uh, uh, was like it's a setup. I got set up when I was in here smoking crack with this hooker, uh, and, and that's the same thing Nancy Pelosi was saying whenever uh, right, right. she was went and walked out with him without the mask, you know. And, oh, and you know what? She has been the one preaching that the masks are so important that we're all going to die. I mm. think they know. They all know, all these leaders know for a fact that this is not dangerous because they are doing this. Dr. Uh, Fauci did it, you know. Uh, oh, with that ball mayor, game or whatever it was, right? Yep. And, um, Dr. Fauci was smoking crack? Yes, he's smoking crack without his mask on. Oh, you can't do that. <laughs> anyway, I mean, if he would have had a mask on, it would have been fine. Did you see the, uh, but the only good thing about the mask situation is that um, they have figured out a way to cut out a hole in the nose for Joe Biden so he can still sniff young girl's hair. Hair. I wanted him so bad to get out of that lawn chair and run over to the interview and sniff his hair. (laughs) And they have to like pull him off. Just one more. Just one more. Hey man, he he will he's the best leader we could possibly have. Um, I, I know you're joking, but that hurt. Cause I, I think I think there's a legitimate group of people that are like, yeah, Joe Biden is our only hope. There is <laughs> like, no one that I've met that's ever I, said I those words. Either, but uh, I want no to be surprised. One. No one. <laughs> There are no Joe Biden flags. There are no Joe Biden lawn signs. I will say, I will say. There are no Joe Biden boat parades. I will say, down in Minneapolis, uh, coming towards the third precinct, it's pretty heavily uh, liberal. So you'll you'll see a fair amount of um, uh, Biden and uh, Harris flags and and, uh, signposts and shit like that. But. Yeah, I just I'm not I'm you not mean seeing Ilhan Omar's district. Yeah, I don't see much in Atlanta. I see I see a shitload of Black Lives Matter, obviously, but not I don't see a lot of Biden hair at all. <laughs> no, I mean maybe 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 everybody's ashamed. I don't know. <laughs> maybe I, mean, they I think I think it's just out there that he's not not everyone's a fan of him, but. Uh, you but know, he's up was, by 20 I'm, points in the polls. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. That's what I keep saying. It's, you know, it's Trump's election to win or lose. And that's how I'm going to remember it. I, the thing that like, legit, no- the thing that legit freaks me out is if they do try to pull it off the actual, the election, 
uh, count determination, who, you know, whoever fucking takes it away, they hold it until fucking January. So Pelosi can take it. That's the one that just makes my blood curdle. Because <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, I am no fan of hers by any stretch of the imagination. And the past year is like, I just even further cemented my feelings about her. Mm-hmm. So that's like worst case scenario. Right. Biden gets it. You know, we're back on track to the new world order. Trump gets it. Great American fascist dictator. So <laughs> I'm, joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I know. <laughs> you, you won't, you won't see that until like year 11 or 12. Okay. Well, okay. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. I'll I'll be like okay yeah you got me I was wrong it my bad be... and then they'll be like freeze motherfucker I would be curious <laughs> actually they wouldn't shoot me they'd give me twenty five years hard labor mm. especially yeah. if they find weed Those get rare life for that. they don't care about that <laughs> they just care about what I think mm. terrorists fascists and communists <laughs> are the same they're exactly the same. Yeah, selling Guantanamo, waiting just for you, <laughs> dude. I like I, I dread the day when because this is one of the things I've kind of touched on the uh, notes that I've been taking. Like, when are we actually going to see real implementation of mind crime? Because you know people are getting fired from government jobs because they post something in favor of something like uh, Kyle Rittenhouse, right? That, that seemed to be one of the last ones that I'd seen. Mm-hmm. Um, people getting fired from jobs uh, both ways for either wearing any sort of pro BLM material or wearing a red MAGA hat. Um, it's really just starting to fucking bleed into the real world. Like, Cancel culture has fucking real ramifications, and I'm making all these really elaborate hand gestures, and y'all can't see me, so I don't know who I'm fucking <laughs> miming off to. <laughs> the flies on the wall, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, mind crime. That's always ever since I read 1984. It's always been in the back of my head, and dude, we're we're fucking inching. Ever so closely. I well, okay. I shouldn't say inching. I think we're full fucking bore open, heading straight into it. See, okay. One one of the things that concerns me moving forward <clears throat> is this talk of uh, from um, like Chuck Schumer and others about um, abolishing the filibuster as soon as um, mm. you know when they move forward. They're like, we want to gain power in the senate we're going to gain the house we're going to eliminate the filibuster and, and now what does that mean uh, to to either one of you does that does that have any if you eliminate the filibuster that means you can't talk and read from the bible for two or three days <laughs> right. uh, yeah talking to bill to death i mm-hmm. don't have any examples off the top of my head of either party implementing something like that. So I couldn't, I couldn't forcibly say yay or nay one way or the other, but if it's, if if it's Schumer saying it, I'm naturally like, uh, maybe we, uh, take a good look at what his real intentions are here. 
what, I, a fili- what a filibuster does, man. What a, what a filibuster does is it gives the minority power. Okay, right. so it gives the minority the ability to not allow the majority to pass any legislation that they deem to be powerful. So let's say that the Republican Party gets in there and they want to, uh, they they pass a bill that says all people must worship Jesus Christ every day from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. or they're going to be chastised with cat of nine tails, you know, and, and, and so if the Democrat party's in the minority, they can stand up there during the amount of time that's in there and read the Bible, you know, in order to pass the time in order for that bill not to be able to take action. It gives the minority a little bit of, a little bit of uh, power, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So what by being able to, their their action to want to get rid of the filibuster means that they can go in there and go, okay, uh, we are going to pass a law now. It can be anything. Uh, no presidential term limit. Uh, you know, whatever. All, all ballots must go through our supervision when counting. Mm-hmm. Then, all you know, what no term limits, no discussions about anything. They can pass whatever they want because there's no more, uh, there's no more opposition, you know, power. There's no, you know, now we have a democracy. Now we're going to have two wolves and a sheep deciding what's for dinner. You know, I that's it. Then, I guess, where fight for it. Where, where I initially land is I would need to see an example of this argument, but on the flip side. So let's say the majority is trying to pass something for a, a good reason, something that actually helps people. Is there any instances of the bill being filibustered by the minority that doesn't want to see it happen because they've got selfish or financial gains to prevent the bill from passing. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I know what you mean. Yes. I, I think it's super shady that, you know, this dude that's been in fucking the government for 40 years or however the fucking long it's been wants to go and pull something like that. Yeah. I, I definitely do think that there's room for concern. I would just need to see it misused to to really know one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought of a good example of something that might have uh, have been uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Might have benefited from getting busted. There was a bill that just passed, or they're they're sending it to get signed and passed finally in California where judges will now have the discretion of whether or not to put sexual offenders and predators onto the uh, sex offender registry list based off of a um, 10 year age gap. So for example, the original law was if you had sex and the uh, one of the parties was underage, but it was a girl, 
then the judge, you know, this is like, let's, let's say from, cause it's still a 10 year gap. So a 26 year old male and a 16 year old girl, if they were to have sex and for example, the parents find out and they get pissed off and they try to throw statutory rape charges onto the 26 year old, the judge would have the discretion to say, yeah, this guy is definitely a rapist and abusing, or no, this is consensual between the two parties, so on and so forth. I mean, if you're 26 and trying to fucking sleep around with people that are under 18, go fuck yourself. Severely. And sincerely. State Senator Scott Weiner. Oh, yeah. Scott Weiner. Weiner. Weiner, who introduced the bill, claims it is meant to treat LGBT offenders the same as heterosexual offenders, as there is already a similar exemption. So mandatory registration for vaginal intercourse between partners of a similar age difference. So that was uh, this is this is a loose paraphrase, but what they were trying to establish realistically. God, I hope realistically that if a 19-year-old got with a 17-year-old and there was a male 19 and a female 17, that wouldn't necessarily count as pedophilia if the parents chose to, to force it. However, that did not extend into the LGBT communities because it only covered vaginal sex. So now they're saying any sexual intercourse, whether it be vaginal, oral, or anal, um, within a 10-year age gap. So you could be 24 and do this to a 14-year-old, and there's a chance that you would not end up on a fucking registration or end up on a register. This irrational discrimination on the sex offender registry was created when California banned LGBT sex, Weiner said in a statement when he when a version of the bill passed the state Senate in May 2019. This distinction between vaginal intercourse and other forms of intercourse is a relic of California's discriminatory past. And it is time to bring an end to it. Weiner continued, going on the sex offender registry can ruin a young person's life, making it harder for them to find a job and housing. We need to put an end to this terrible discrimination. (laughs) Yeah, that's how you end up part of a hat trick. (laughs) I read that again, and I've been drinking... <laughs> I like it. I, I think. I think maybe. Uh, I think maybe Mike should be our uh, announcer man. I like it. <laughs> but you could also be an eighteen-year-old and have anal sex with an eight-year-old. Well, so that's it. Only it, it stops at fourteen. So if you're twenty-three and fucking around with a thirteen-year-old, you're fucked. But that by no means. I uh, hope that's not coming through. What? Why are you yelling at me? Anyways, um, so it, it stops at uh, it stops at fourteen. But again, if you're twenty four trying to do that with a fourteen year old, go fuck yourself. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it's okay. I it's just it's one of those bills. Like you know, why not? I, I just I don't. Hey, understand. whatever, man. Um, no, man, you know, freedom, 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 freedom.
right? I'm being very sarcastic right now. I want everybody to know. <laughs> I am oppo- I oppose this bill so much. It's just ridiculous. It is. You know. Um, there's other. There's always this weird thing too going on where they're trying to give like people with sex crimes and or pedophiliacs like more rights and you know like I, I saw one person uh, who tried to make it tried to pass a bill one time i can't remember how long this was but they were trying to make it like a dui where it goes off your record after like seven or eight years like it's fucking crazy <laughs> shit dude i i i legit think that there is a push for normalization because there, there's people that will never in by any means ever be okay with anything closely related to pedophilia but if you just keep dropping these fucking TEDx talks where they're like yeah it's not so much a crime as it is a a mental disorder and Amazon's got fucking documentaries called iPedophile on their streaming services and then you got fucking Netflix with their uh, movie called Cuties that everybody I haven't watched will not watch it's almost like a a Nazi sympathizer it's like fucking gross and stupid (laughs) I can agree I, I, it's just I don't. Ugh. Even apparently, I, I see the videos. There was a Snapchat filter saying um, "love knows no races, no sexes, no genders, no color, no age." Was the last one, mm-hmm. <laughs> and sure, like the totally oblivious sheeple mind and myself goes, yeah, they're talking like 20 year olds and 60 year olds or some shit, but the U S marshal service found 39 missing children in Georgia over two weeks in a mission known as operation, not forgotten. These missing children were considered to be some of the most at-risk and challenging recovery cases in the area based on indications of high-risk factors such as victimization of child sex trafficking, child exploitation, sexual abuse, physical abuse, and medical or mental health conditions. This shit is like uh, very disturbing to me personally, and um, uh, I wonder why this is not in the media and more people don't know about it. And I, and I think that something just happened in, um, Indiana. Yeah. Eight, eight kids were found operation homecoming. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You know, uh, what the fuck? Okay. Uh, it's almost like serial killer shit, you know, except they're being used for, um, Sex slavery. Sex, yeah, sex slavery and mm. shit, man, which is just like, uh, I don't know. Man. What's worse than that? Nothing? I don't know. <laughs> right. I think that's about as worse as it gets. Uh, but that that recent one was like, holy shit, what was it again? I just read it. It was uh, 39 or something. Uh, well, there yeah, was, it was in uh, southern Georgia, I believe. No, it found 39 missing children in Georgia. Right. Over what two did, weeks. did they say? What town? It was in Georgia over two weeks, and uh, you know, it was just uh, in Georgia. Uh, okay. This is CBS News. Um, 
I guess they don't want to embarrass the town they found them all in. Well, I, I think it, it it was August 30th, uh, but I think this might not have all been in one town. You know? Oh, okay. It, it wasn't over like the a course isolated of, uh, place. Over a two weeks. <clears throat> and it was an operation. So they, you know, it wasn't like they found 39 kids all in one room, you know, and they right. found mm-hmm. them all, you know. But it, 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 this article makes it appear that there is some sort of, um link you know or maybe you know an organization no it's definitely organized in some capacity (laughs) in the past two weeks 72 missing kids have been found which i'm seven 72 in the grand scheme whole population of the entire united states it's a fucking drop in the bucket but that's 72 kids not being forced into a life of sex slavery what that does to me and it makes me it 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 tells me that 72 kids were in like a slavery fucking sex slave shit just whatever i whatever hell i don't know what they were in yeah uh but i didn't you know just to know that there was 72 kids found to me is just an absurd number that's just completely insane. They talk about this all the time on, um, especially during the uh, Hurricane Katrina uh, disaster. Uh, like how many how many people? Because when it went down, that whole all those districts were basically like the wild wild west. They didn't, you know what I mean? Like yeah, there, everything. There enough police enforcement and shitloads of people were assumed to either be dead or missing. But it was like, it, you know, it was the Wild Wild West. You could go commit any crime you want, especially if you had a boat. <laughs> so, yeah, the people went missing during that. And, you know, obviously they never found them. It's fucking uh, goddamn tragedy. I, mm-hmm. And it's. Predators, I, man. <laughs> I, I do think that is one of the if not the fucking crease that just fuels this whole fucked up machine that we're stuck in is mm-hmm. <clears throat> child trafficking sex trafficking blackmail and honeypots through and through i mean that's that's why dudes like fucking epstein got to power you know that's why that's they the main reason why so good oh no i just it's and i think what's not saying it saying that it's equally as frustrating is not the correct term that I'm looking for but again to look at the social media feed and see people trash talk stories like this because their only immediate response is well these are just right wing talking points this story is bogus they didn't find 39 kids in a trailer like uh, the fact that people are okay saying like, well, this is not that big of a deal when fuck, it's like 400,000 kids go missing per year, per year. Um, mixed in with all of the debauchery and the fucked up shit that we know Hollywood does behind closed doors. Like, I, I, I can't even decide if I wanted to 
ever come out, come the truth, uh, for, you know, let the masses find out. I, I don't know how the general population could react to that, knowing that all of their stars and their idols are all fucking, you know, monsters. What would we even do? I mean, the scarier thing is like how many people around you and in your town are secretly one of these predators, you know? Mm. Well, even in Germany, there was a huge like 3,000 person ring that they found. Mm. Let's see if I can find that one. There's a, there was one of those here in Georgia. Uh, they caught a bunch of guys in a sex trafficking sting. <laughs> I, I wonder if it's uh, connected to the... I wonder. Uh, Oh, sorry. I uh, I undershot that a little bit. Do y'all want to take a guess what the number was? What's that? Police in Germany investigate 30,000 potential suspects in pedophile probe. I remember talking to you about that a few weeks ago. Remember that? 30,000. Thousand. That's... 30,000. Do you have that article in front of you? I do. I, I don't even know where that is. Uh, DW, DW.com. Um, German officials say they are investigating thousands of leads as part of a widening investigation into a network. Some 70 suspects have so far been identified across Germany. Um, I mean, it just goes into a lot of talking points about the things that were going on online and the... Hmm? All right. What's the print? Let's think about, you know, think about this for a second here. Let me turn this down for a minute. Uh, the, uh, the press, uh, the, the prince of um, England. Oh, was Andrew? Andrew. That's the Dude. one. He doesn't and, sweat, and, okay? He does not sweat, God damn it. Dude, they're <laughs> kicking him out of the... You know the house and, or the palace and all that. Yeah, I don't know if that's true. Probably not. They probably just did it for show, and then he went around the back, and he's back in there. Like, can I fly my toy helicopter? Me? Like, sure, go ahead. <laughs> you know, well, here's your little girls. Go ahead. I mean, if you if you want some shit that's really gonna make your blood just turn to ice, like the the character Jimmy Savile, uh, think. I don't know, like Dick Clark's bandstand or something, but in the UK in the seventies and eighties. So top of the pops, um, the biggest and brightest stars of the music industry, thousands of adoring young fans. This guy was the fucking host and a producer. And, uh, there was something of 400 cases filed against him over the, I shouldn't say filed, but 400 separate allegations from people over the years. And he was in type of the royal family. He, sorry, I misspoke earlier. Technically, it's Sir Jimmy Savile, but, you know, I won't go that far. He's no sir to me. So he would fucking donate large amounts of money to children's hospitals and walk around as the quote-unquote patron saint. But uh, I just, I don't even... Like it's some of it's just so fucking disturbing. I don't even want to talk about it on here, like because it didn't just stop at death for him. He's one of those type of motherfuckers, if you catch what I'm saying. And he was tied with I Prince Charles. Oh yeah. Mm. Um, 
and I, he had fucking Christmas dinner at uh, what was the last prime minister Theresa May. So the the British royal family, in my opinion, is no fucking stranger to the stories like Prince Andrew. I think that's what got Princess Diana killed was she was getting ready to blow the lid on um, some super horrendous shit that was going on at the time. Something, something went right about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's. Uh, I I really hate in the general like state of conspiracies how much of the trafficking has taken up of the focus of a lot of major conspirators or truthers or whatever the fuck you want to call them. But when you keep finding lead after lead after lead and and these stories break like Epstein and Maxwell. Like Epstein is someone that I've known about for fuck, I don't know, four years, five years. I, I, Why did ABC News sit on the story? I don't know. Maybe because George Stephanopoulos is their lead uh, White House correspondent and, and he was the Clinton's press secretary. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe just one reason, maybe not. And maybe because George Stephanopoulos was at uh, Epstein's house when he got off of his uh, house arrest, you know, to celebrate that. Along with a lot of other uh, media elites that are there to take Trump out. You know, these these people are in on it, man. Oh, yeah, it's it's an open secret, dude. It's an open fucking secret. Yeah. Um, and to see the social media feeds just be like, man, you're a crazy conspiracy theorist. You're just a pro-Trumper. You're fucking crazy. Like, How about I'm an anti-you-fuck-children? Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> it reminds me back in the day when Jared from uh, Subway got pinned. Like. <laughs> Oh, the memes. Uh, I think someone did like a Quiznos, like, hey, say what you want about us, but at least we don't fuck kids. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) And it's because that's a marketing campaign that can win right there. Yeah, that is some savage marketing. (laughs) Biden team should hire them. (laughs) <laughs> I, uh, uh, but it's gonna keep being dudes like jared i think the biden team hired biden <laughs> uh, i forgot to say this earlier but based off of that first clip i was like man it almost sounds like he uh could uh start uh singing for uh mm, uh metallica uh enter uh night uh exit uh day uh <laughs> There's a there's an old saying in Tennessee, fool me once, uh, shame on you. Fool, you can't get fooled again. (laughs) (laughs) I hate them all. (laughs) I actually really do miss Bush, though. (laughs) Uh, It was. 
I don't miss the wars he started, don't get me wrong, but uh, he was pretty funny when he was funny. <laughs> Man, ah, I, uh, I, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm all emotioned out. I, uh, the, the, the most, one of the more disturbing things to me is when they dragged Bush out of whatever coffin he was sleeping in and was like parading him around on the, Ellen the monster show being like, Oh, look at our crazy uncle. Everybody forgot that we had, he paints now. Like mm-hmm. oh, all yeah. he wants to do is watch baseball with lesbians and, you know, start wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But Ellen's another great example. It's just like, you know, it's not going to just stop with her. It's not going to just stop with dudes like Jared. It's just, it's going to, gonna keep going it's really gonna start affecting um we're about to play something like keep on talking uh, all right <laughs> yeah it's it's gonna all of our fucking heroes are dead i think at least i i think there's a vast majority of people that are complicit because it's um hey keanu reeves never went to that island <laughs> that is true Violence of extremists and opportunists, right-wing militias, 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 militias. You like that, don't you? Yeah, sick beat. I like that. You know, that's what I. That's what I called one of the episodes. Times fifteen malicious. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, this is episode episode four. Uh, yeah, (laughs) four or five. This is episode seven. Like, y'all, we're we're making a fucking podcast. I love it. Mm -hmm. I I got uh I got two people. I was at a bar last night. I got two girls listening to us. So we should have two more viewers this week. (laughs) Hello, two of Monty's random friends. Yeah, no, I'm re- I'm recruiting out there, man. Even while I'm Ubering, I'll I'll send people to our page doing that too. I'm meeting people all the time. Fuck it. Hell yeah. <laughs> Why not? I'll get us to a hundred. You, my goal is to get us to a hundred by the end of the year. We'll see. <laughs> um. Uh. Well, speaking of looking forward ahead, just a touch. Um, we're coming up on uh, just under two hours. Um, mm-hmm. I would like to take an episode to kind of um find a home base for this project coming up um and talk through a lot of the shit that I've been writing down just to uh, how do I phrase this just, yeah a lot of that's oh I'm sorry go ahead uh, finish up I mean well, I just I a lot of it's just the fucking writings and ramblings of a madman. So I, I don't even know. Like you take really good notes, by the way. <laughs> Excellent penmanship, sir. I had to bring. I wish the fucking video was working, but I wrote all my notes in highlighter pen. So I had to mm. bring a blue bulb with me so I could actually see them. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering why you did that. Okay, now I know why. Well, it's, dude. I. I like finding weird shit to do. You know, it's, it's kind of engaging. Like 
who doesn't love mm-hmm. a good day glow blow uh 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 that's what i'm looking for day glow explosion yeah. i was getting ready to say day glow blow job but that wouldn't have been correct um but yeah it's uh a lot of it's just kind of musings on different directions that we could take but in the grand scheme of things, I think that there's enough related material associated mm-hmm. and directly related to 1984 that we could get a huge, huge product that really gets in depth and very creative and most importantly to me, original ways. Mm-hmm. Um so that's I, a- I would say I, I was also going to suggest like maybe use uh some I'm trying to think of like some of some more independent like uh video and file storage places like maybe maybe Vimeo because I the the only issue with like when it comes to conspiracies and shit like that is Facebook and YouTube and Twitter are all like very much like you know p- punching these things down because they're yeah. so easy to flag as disinformation and for sure. What about our Discord? We should, um, you know, give oh, yeah, yeah. people an opportunity or to, um, if anybody's out there to um, watch live or post something. Post like on that. our Discord. I, I haven't ever, really, I don't think, um, but I will. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I'm there. I gotta get it. I gotta re-download it for this computer, but that won't be any problem. Um, Yes, I'm more familiar with Discord. <laughs> uh, I know the Grime American show is they have a pretty healthy and robust uh, channel on Discord. So shows do use it, and I'm mm-hmm. okay with that. Um, I don't know in regards of like doing a live show. There's still there's well, still we, some we, shit. We should, we're not going to do a live show. Let's not do it. Let's not even worry about that right now. We can hmm. um, get started Discord for people when if they listen to this, we'll do one a week or something, and mm-hmm. uh, and then um, have these people, uh, you know, have have people the option to post on the Discord. We can share our information on Discord, yeah. uh, and and have it a place for something to happen. It's pretty obvious that I think that's the way to go, or a way yeah. to go, not the way to go, but oh. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so, that's a valid option. So, yes to having multiple video platforms BitChute, Vimeo, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> LiveLeak, fuck it, <laughs> uh, yeah, YouTube. Well, LiveLeak's even uh, gone down in, over the years, too. Oh. Um, I, I think the safest, I, I don't know what it's actually going to cost, but our safest bet host the content on our own website which All right. uh, i was gonna say he's talking about getting our own servers and shit like that <laughs> i mean i if if i knew that we could do it we could do it well and we could do it effectively maybe it's not so much as selling out as it is buying in and that's amazon's biggest no, fucking bank more is. of an investment <laughs> yeah uh that, i know that's what the no agenda show does they they have the aws servers that they um, post all of their show notes and everything, which I'm going to send you all some links after the show for uh, for some resources looking shit up in the future because holy fuck. That's the thing. Oh, my God. I'm just going to go on a little tangent here and explain why I love the No Agenda show so much. 
a fan, not the creators, the a fan built a search engine for the show that goes through all of their show notes over the past fuck 12 years. Okay. And COVID really started hitting the airwaves around November of last year when it broke in Wuhan. And we're nine months in. No agenda, just based off the the search results from typing in COVID on this browser that a fan built, there was 1,950 individual results that came back specifically about COVID. So in the course of them talking about this pandemic, since its inception, they've cited 1,950 fucking sources. And that includes articles, clips, videos, through and through. It's phenomenal. Like, and it's, it's, it's open. It's anybody can fucking hop onto this website to look stuff up. I almost got a little teary eyed truth be told, just because, Oh, because it's so fucking like, Holy mm-hmm. shit. This is how, this is where the fucking fight is. I feel like this is the fight against censorship against big tech, against a government that does not have your best interests in mind. Uh, fucking, uh, foreign medical, uh, whatever you want to call the HWO. Like, it's it's inspiring, really. Realistically, it's us against Cardi B. Wonder <laughs> <laughs> if Betty Wap's going to change his last name now. <laughs> Y'all remember Fetty Wap? <laughs> no idea who that is. Oh, oh, uh, was his last name W A P? Yeah, <laughs> now you get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, there fuck. you go. Good job. Um, but yeah, uh, realistically, I, I know I got a little off topic there, but um, you know, if y'all wanted to stick through it, and I, I think we could get a solid like seventeen episode series out of. 1984 and its relevant topics. 1984, huh? Um, I need to order a copy of that. All right. Well, I mean, it's, it's not. Um, I, I sorry. Let me back that up a little bit. Out of 1984 <laughs> and the Four Horsemen. Um, oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's more Animal Farm. <laughs> well, fuck. I mean, I just started reading that one today just to kind of wet my whistle a little bit for 1984. Because, truth be told, after looking at Animal Farm again, I think we're much more living Animal Farm than 1984 at the moment. Mm. Not saying that we're not living 1984, but Animal Farm is a little more true to form of what's going on. Right. Interesting. What say you, Mike? Well, you know, <laughs> um, I got some. I got some notes. Uh, uh, excuse me. Sorry for bl- blowing up the mic there. <clears throat> I have some notes good. taken on um, 
the first couple of chapters. It's been fun. It's been fun. I, you know, uh, when you read, I've read 1984, but it's been 20 years or more, mm. way more, more than that. But um, mm-hmm. it's so it's so interesting watching it all come back. Like you know, I, the words and the and the some of the same memories. Uh, kind of the visual memories I had from reading the book in the past were coming back, and that's fun. But now I'm able to just, you know, I'm tacking little notes here and there. I'm highlighting little sections here and there um, just to talk about. And I think we should go through, you know, we uh, keep it so maybe a three, a three section or chapter thing in the, uh, you know, an episode or something like that, you know, well, and then ha- have something to think about it, you know, with maybe, maybe we go ahead, maybe we read ahead and then think about how we want to do this. I'm not sure exactly where we want to go with this. Well, let me, um, I, I can kind of spell out the, I guess the initial musings that I had. So under section one, which would be conquest, Mind Crime, Big Brother, 1984, The Antichrist. We would take the first two episodes and divide them between doing a uh, stylized book report on 1984. So first half, second half. Uh, Looking at a couple of questions along the way, some things I was musing about is Big Brother, The Antichrist, propaganda and the powers that be, language and its reality crafting prowess and then episodes three four and five i would uh, we, we would tell the listeners to quote grab your shovels fools and ghouls end quote as we explore literature and pop cultural themes dueling them against reality so in that case we would consult the list of um you know, like uh, Edward Bernays' book on propaganda. He was the progenitor of the art. V for Vendetta, a book called Doublespeak, that terror and progress in the USSR or Soviet Russia, Brave New World, Fahrenheit 451, Manufacturing Consent by Noam Chomsky. And um, so, yeah, we would look for concurrent themes and continue to, like, flesh out this argument. Still, like, there needs to be, like, an overarching question that sort of guides the full thing. But then move on to war, and it would be this, more of the same. So episode six and episode seven, none dare call it a conspiracy. Or, if y'all are interested, the art of war. I, I've never read it, but I'd love to. And more of the same, like more questions associated on that book. And then uh, an episode or two with supplemental material. And then we just keep moving that forward. So, I mean, I, I think, I think we've got a, I think we've got a really good rapport among the three of us that on a whim, we can talk shit about anything like, but if we were to have some sort of, soft script or however you want to phrase it something that just kind of helps guide our conversation for that night um i think we could really do some damage here um there's a few other things that i do really want to talk about but i don't necessarily want to mention them in the episode because i want to keep them a surprise (laughs) but um 
I'll yeah, I mean, uh, you know, like maybe this next episode, maybe we'll uh, only release one this week and we can take some time to go through and uh, talk about these notes and, you know, we'll keep it for, um, you know, like outtakes or whatever. But uh, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll just, um, I, I, I think we should take some time for ourselves and kind of calibrate, see where we are. Because I got fucking three pages of questions, you know, or slogans. I think tonight was a good night. We, you know, it was good, good fun talk good with everybody. And uh, um, yeah, I, I, I'm ready uh, to definitely dive in. I'm already, like I said, digging the, you know, uh, digging 1984. And, uh, you know, I want to take it, you know, I want to make sure we can uh, work it all out with our times and lives and everything like that. Oh, yeah. You know, maybe all it's right. a one once a week or maybe we can even move it to once every other week. I don't know, you know, uh, and where we could still talk in between something. Well, we that's the... That's what I'm I'm hoping to do with the prologue dialogues, the stuff that Monty and I have recorded before July. You know, we've got enough material there that a lot of it might be rehashing uh, a lot of conversations that we've had between the three of us. Um, but it's still like there's still um, we were doing long ass episodes uh, pretty much since the get go. So there's no reason why. We couldn't record and release what we do tonight, and then mm-hmm. Thursday we would re- <clears throat> release a prologue dialogue, and then we could take that time where we would normally do an episode and release it that night. We could do something a little more structured, and and then just by the time we get ten episodes deep, you know, we'll have a buffer. So like we got plenty of fucking time. We got ten weeks before. Th- theoretically you'd have to release the newest episode you know what i'm saying yeah. or record record and renew uh release the newest episode yeah it's it's it's, it's a lot of fun it's exciting kind of uh gives me a reason to research and read different <laughs> things you know fun shit to go that route yeah oh, yeah. yeah absolutely mm-hmm. Well, you know, let's um, let's just keep this in the back of our minds then uh, for the next couple of days. History right. versus fictionary. You know how how much of how much of our destiny has been preordained in literature. You know how 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 many authors and artists and and writers have been able to peg what's coming down the pipeline for us, like, and then uh, yeah, it's. Maybe I don't know if uh, if y'all will be available Thursday. I'm still kind of uh, tentatively unknown because you know I'm back to work this week. But um, you know, even if we could take like a half an hour, we could at least start, and uh, I can read you some of this stuff. And yeah, that that's cool. I could probably work something out Thursday. I think we should, um, you know, just get on 1984. Let's find something in there. 1984 okay. is is something that's so universal and so simple, and, and yet so wonderful. It's like reading, um, I don't know, Tom Sawyer or something. You know, it's mm-hmm. it, it's just that good. And um, 
that relevant to everything. Maybe there's a Mark Twain in there that we could find. It's an instruction manual. <laughs> Is it? I think so, because they're falling into a pretty goddamn fucking close T. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. We even got all the anyway. screens in the fucking rooms. Well, I'm going to be the one to say let's call it. And uh, this has been a great night. And you guys are awesome. And it's been uh, so much fun. It has been fun. Very much fun. Been. Thanks for listening, everyone. Oh, yeah. We'll be back at it. Uh, if not Thursday, then Monday for episode eight. This is seven. Oh, we're so close to ten. Holy shit. No, man. Holy Making shit. I love Best it. Best thing that came out of 2020 so far for me. Behind <laughs> the schemes. Behind the schemes. <laughs> all right. Well, I love you all. Um, I can't wait to do this again. Yeah, me right, either, man. We'll see you all soon. Be safe out Peace. there. Peace. Mag podcasting is great again. <laughs> good one oh my god I actually think I'm going to call that the title of the episode fine with me <laughs> have a good night dude bye <laughs>